This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim. Welcome to episode 234 of our podcast, where we review the trends and issues in instructional design, educational technology, and learning sciences that we observed as we flip resources into our Flipboard magazine over the past two weeks. In this episode, we have four trends that we will discuss, along with a recommended reading that goes with each of the four trends. We end the episode by peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. Abby, start us off by discussing our four trends and sharing our recommended readings. Thank you, Tim. Yes, we have four trends as we looked at the Flipboard magazine that we maintain. Um, we flipped the largest number of articles, perhaps unsurprisingly to anyone who's been following any of the news right. cycles, right? Artificial intelligence. And again, this has been a top trending topic now for months. Mm -hmm. Artificial intelligence, though, is starting to change. In terms of the articles that we're seeing, we're starting to see more um, uh, articles that are uh, looking at practical applications uh, and thinking through you know, how, we, how we may incorporate AI into our general instruction and, and into our learners' lives. So first of all, UNESCO weighed in on using AI in education. And among other things, uh, the discussion focuses around equal access to artificial intelligence tools uh, for people literally around the world. UNESCO is a, is a world organization, so they're, they're focused on um, the broad distribution. Uh, there was um, an article that uh, pointed out with some uh, wry humor that Apple has banned its employees from using generative AI platforms like ChatGPT um, because it would uh, ostensibly give away too much information to uh, ChatGPT, incorporating it into their responses to other places. There was also uh, an article about bad actors taking aim at AI with backdoor attacks. These are kind of, uh, this is basically, um, uh, attacking in terms of being able to get into a system or uh, doing something to sort of subvert the software itself so that it does something that uh, we wouldn't want it to do or that it wasn't intended to do. We saw articles also that were on the positive side. We saw articles about how AI may transform personalized learning. We saw articles uh, about the U.S. government looking to regulate AI to protect consumers and workers with the assumption that AI is pretty much here to stay. Uh, we saw um, an interesting application of AI. Uh, one article that uh, reports that an online computer course at Harvard University intends to use AI to grade assignments turned in by students. Um, so that is, an, I mean, especially since it is a, a computer course, it's kind of an interesting application. Basically, we saw a lot more articles about making AI work for teaching and for learning. And our recommended read is in this vein. Our recommended read is, don't want students to rely on ChatGPT? Have them use it. By C.W. Howell, for Wired. And again, I apologize to all, all authors if I'm mispronouncing anyone's names. 
Um, but this is a, a great article uh, with uh, Howell's uh, reporting on how he applied this uh, in a course that he was teaching, a college course, where um, he, he lets students see for themselves just how often AI makes mistakes. Uh, so that's that's our first trending topic. Our second trending topic is social media concerns, especially concerns related directly to social media and young people. Um, this isn't quite social media, but it is worth noting that the U.S. Federal Trade Commission was reported in the past two weeks that the U.S. Federal Trade Commission fined Microsoft $20 million for illegally collecting children's data as they were signing up for Xbox. Um, and that that's, I feel like that's kind of the tip of the iceberg or the base of the iceberg. I'm not sure which way to think of it. Um, but uh, what we, we also saw a good article about helping teens develop healthy relationships with technology. Um, but we saw a lot more articles about the warnings of social media and its impact on children and adolescents. And that is our recommended read. That Probably the, the article that stood out most was um, the U.S. Surgeon General's report. The article's title is Surgeon General Warns That Social Media May Harm Children and Adolescents by Matt Richtel, Catherine Pearson, and Michael Levinson for the New York Times. Along with this being a good article, a, a very decent read to catch one up to speed on this, it also contains a link to the 19-page advisory, which is titled Social Media and Youth Mental Health, which is published by the U.S. Public Health Service. And that's that's kind of a great link just to, um, it's a great article with, and click the link and let yourself take a look at that, uh, that report. So those are numbers one and two. Number three, hardware and software. Now we did see a few different things, different pieces of hardware, different pieces of software, but it really became a trend because of Apple's uh, Worldwide Developer Conference this week. Before we get to that, we did see a very interesting article reviewing the Pocket Talk translation tool. Uh, Tim, neither you nor I have used this tool yet. I have not, no. But I'd what like an to. interesting, yeah! What an interesting uh, mm -hmm. option. It's separate. It uh, it's it's a separate piece of hardware with its own software mm -hmm. that allows people speaking two different languages in instantaneous translation. Very cool. So very interesting. Now another uh, piece of software reviewed harkens back to AI. Um, TeachMate AI is a sort of digital teaching assistant which can help uh, instructors with teaching using AI. The big news, the 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 eight hundred pound gorilla sitting in the room, though, was Apple introducing its Apple Vision Pro AR VR headset at the Worldwide Developers Conference this week. Now, I added the term AR VR headset. I'm not sure what Apple Vision, what Apple is actually uh, referring to it. They're just calling it the Apple Vision Pro. Uh, and our recommended read in this area, before we discuss this further, the, <laughs> the, the recommended read is first impressions. Yes, Apple Vision Pro works. And yes, it's good. By, my, by Matthew Panzerino for TechCrunch. This was a positive review and it did offer, um, it's a balanced review, but it overall came out positive. We saw a few other reviews that, again, it's very 
it was just announced a few days ago. So as we are reporting this, there hasn't been a lot of time for people to get their hands on the device and review it just yet. But the reviews have been mixed. Uh, and uh, some great, some not so great. Everybody seems to agree that the hardware itself actually does work. Apple did a good job putting together an AR VR mixed reality headset. Um, the question is, why would we, what are we going to use it for? Like this is sort of the, the next big question. And it's a, it's a big question. It's a really big question, especially <laughs> for the price tag. Of, well, that's yeah, right. That's, I mean, we yeah. we have to mention that the price tag. It's it's it when it comes out, it will cost three thousand five hundred dollars yeah. or somewhere in that range, um, and that it's prohibitive. That's that's a prohibitive price tag. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty high. I but, still want to uh, try it though. Oh I mean, yeah, I, no, I'd, I'd admit, love to. I admit, I I, I want to see what it can do. Yes, I would very much like to try it, um, yeah. and it does look interesting. I did, I you know, we watched the Apple uh, mm -hmm. presentation, and it is impressive, right? But I again, I'd like to actually go through it myself, right? Yeah, um, yeah. and I think many of us will probably feel that way. Yeah. So that uh, our fourth trend, and perhaps because of this, our fourth trend is virtual reality and augmented reality in general. There were a number of articles discussing VR and AR in the past few weeks, possibly because everybody was aware that Apple is going to be bringing out this uh, mixed reality headset. So um, we saw one article about AI stealing VR and AR's spotlight. Now, of course, when, this is interesting to us, but this is should be taken in the context that this is stealing the spotlight within the news cycles. Uh, as a reminder to everybody, our our Trends and Issues podcast focuses on the trends and uh, a little bit, you know, the issues and the trends, but as they are met in the in the news media. So these are articles that come out deliberately to gain readership, not necessarily um, research-based uh, journal, peer-reviewed journal publications. So we saw uh, that, that AI is certainly the focus of most people's attention at this point. We also saw uh, augmented reality and classroom teaching applications for and suggestions uh, for uh, trying and, and reasons why one might try it. And our recommended read in this area is Seven New Metaverse and VR Education Tools to Watch by Eric Ofgang for Tech and Learning. And one of the things that we really like about this article um, is that uh, the seven uh, applications that Ofgang is reviewing um, are not drill and practice or gaming uh, type of, of instructional tools. These are more immersive experiences for a wide variety of different um, uh, situations and opportunities. Behavioral, uh, people who may be um, uh, dealing with, with uh, other issues that can that the VR can help them kind of you know work through some some things to come to new realizations is just one example. There are a number. The, these seven uh, applications seem really interesting. But Tim, that brings us to all four of our trends and all four of our recommended readings. Thanks, Abby. Now we turn our attention to peering into the crystal ball and making some predictions about what we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. I mean, one is crystal clear. 
right. <laughs> has been for weeks and weeks, and that's AI. Though we AI. talked about AI being more focused on the applications of AI. Is yes, what we what we think Class- we'll see. Classroom applications in particular. Right. We see a yes. lot of different applications of AI in the news cycle uh, uh-huh. for every walk of life. But we're seeing more and more about how, yeah. based on people's experimenting with it. People have had an right. opportunity to experiment yeah. with it. And so we're seeing Which more we're excited reviews. about that. We're, Very excited. We, yeah, we want to see how uh, it's, it's being used in education. Yes. Um, Apple's Vision Pro reviews, right? I mean, yes, I think that now that people have now that it's been introduced, and I think some people have had early access to the device, right. especially uh, journalists, uh, there'll be more opportunity to hear their reviews, and hopefully soon we'll start hearing reviews from educators, right? Uh, yeah, and seeing how that that plays in. Yeah, and Tim, the other one I think is social media, and uh, and its relationship with young people and young people's right. relationship to social media. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going away anytime soon. I think we're just starting to no. see more and more about um, uh, the, the critical aspects of, of its impact on, on people's lives. Right. And, and, and we, as we were talking before the episode, we kind of think that we're now to a point where we might start seeing more research reports about uh, the impact yes. social media on young people. It's kind of been long enough that, you know, social media has been out there. Now we're going to, we're we, we believe we're going to see a few more of those. We yeah. certainly hope so. I think we always sort of start out seeing in any situation, uh, we start seeing things where people, uh, smart people are saying, gee, I, I have questions about this. Right. Yep. Then they have the opportunity to start getting answers to their questions. Mm-hmm. And then there's typically some kind of a trigger like the Surgeon General coming out or mm-hmm. in a couple of episodes we pointed out that this also came out from the American Psychological Association right. and so as we see it coming from these trusted resources we start thinking you know this we need to delve into this more and so we're hoping that we see more results of, of that kind of uh, research and, and consideration for the the situation yeah I, I, that everything else is kind of what we always yeah, it's kind of murky know, hardware right? and software but it's yeah. it's a little bit it's it is murky yeah well, that brings us to the conclusion of our podcast episode. We'd like to thank our followers and viewers of our Flipboard magazine and our podcast subscribers. You can listen to past episodes of our podcast and find the links to the recommended readings that we discussed in this episode by visiting our website at trendsandissues.com. Our next episode will air on June 21st. This podcast is produced by Professor Abby Brown at East Carolina University and Professor Tim Green at California State University, Fullerton. Copyright Abby Brown and Tim Green.